Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod, Season 6, Episode 13, Stranger Than Fan Fiction. At a fan convention, Rainbow Dash gets swept up in a dangerous daring do adventure with Quibble Pants, a pony who thinks the whole thing is a fantasy. Well, it's another awesome Rainbow Dash episode. And daring do. It's been a little while. It's been a while since we had a daring do focused episode, or at least one that features daring do themselves. Yeah. But, you know, Daring Do is always involved somewhere. (laughs) And uh, we get the amazing guest that is Quibble Pants, voiced by one Patton Oswalt, who's basically just playing Patton Oswalt. Oh, yeah. Patton Oswalt as a pony, obsessed with a Indiana Jones-like character. Mm -hmm. With a cutie mark that is a talk bubble. (laughs) It's so good. It's just... The exact right tone. And then you add that with the title, Stranger Than Fan Fiction, which Patton Oswalt is famous for making long nerd rants <laughs> about things. In fact, actually, he is on this show because his daughter loves My Little Pony. He featured talking about My Little Pony in one of his stand-up specials. She can watch, you know, the adventures of Twilight Sparkle and Twilight Sparkle. Well, she starts off in the series... She's working for Princess Celestia. Twilight Sparkle's a unicorn. There's three kinds of ponies in, in the, there's unicorns, there's pegasi, and there's earth ponies. And Twilight Sparkle is a unicorn, and she has a pet dragon named Spike, who, of course, as dragons, he eats jewels. They all eat jewels. She gets sent down to Ponyville because she's working as a librarian. She, the Princess, Princess Celestia wants, okay, Princess Celestia wants Twilight Sparkle to learn the ways of Ponyville. So she goes down there and she becomes friends with Pinkie, Pinkie Pie and Applejack, who are both Earth ponies. And Which, when I watched it, he who's just rambling, I was like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's not correct. <laughs> As one Patton Oswalt will do. Actually, not too long ago, he was talking with Conan O'Brien and Conan O'Brien was talking about how his son was finally watching the years where he wrote on The Simpsons. Oh, uh. And they were talking like, oh, is that cool? And Conan's like, no, my son does not give two shits. (laughs) And Patton said that when he got on My Little Pony, he thought his daughter would think it's cool. But at that point, she was kind of like, meh. Yeah. On the other hand, we are not. We are not. We are very pro this all the time, always. So, uh, yeah, this one's fun. So we start our episode with Daring Do. Daring Do's exploring a cave. There's a rock bridge. There's crashing down. There's jewels on the other end of this bridge. And Daring Do jumps onto it. And then a cobra pops up and is hissing. And we should mention that everything's kind of in a dreamy soft focus. A little bit. And then once the snake pops up and is hissing. Well, don't stop there. You read IPAC. That's the deal. I'm sorry, Rainbow Dash. I just keep thinking about how much fun you're going to have at the Daring Do convention. I wish Princess Celestia didn't need my help with the Friend Summit in Griffinstone. And so like, Twilight's reading for Rainbow Dash. And Rainbow Dash is packing a Daring Do costume in a Daring Do suitcase. <laughs> She's a big, big dork. Yeah. But I, I also like that we're bringing up that like they are still going back to Griffinstone. 
Yeah. So like they didn't create this location and then drop it. So I appreciate that. Twilight is bummed out. She's got some FOMO. Mm-hmm. My little FOMO. Don't worry. I'll make sure AK Yearling signs your book. I can't believe she's going to be there. She never goes to conventions. Aww. Which I guess will be cool for all those other fan ponies. But since you and I know AK Yearling personally, and we know she's secretly daring to herself, it's no big deal. The convention will be fun. It's nothing to get too excited about. And we cut. We get this close-up of Rainbow Dash. And her face is just being like very like nice. And then we cut to Rainbow Dash at the convention with the big heart eyes and giant smile. And then so excited. And we pull out and she's on the convention floor, just in a room filled with ponies that are excited to be at a Daring Do convention. Oh, my. Oh, my. There's some real feels here, y'all. Oh, most definitely. Um we went to our very first pony convention this past year. It just happened to be the last BronyCon. <laughs> yeah, definitely had some of those moments for sure. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. This is a lot. This is a lot. This is amazing. <laughs> this is also a lot. I'm, that's how I felt when I got to the vendor hall. Yeah. For sure. It was like, oh my. Because not only were we sardines, but also all the stuff. There's so many things. like And super cool, amazing things. And also some weird shit, which also gets referenced in this episode, too. Yo. But it's so, yeah, very cool. My little pony. All right, we are walking the convention floor, and Rainbow Dash is just in her element, like her non-Wonderbolts element. You look like a pony who'd be up for an all-inclusive, one-of-a-kind adventuration where you get to live the daring do experience. No thanks. Did that already. Very cute. Ah. And so then Rainbow Dash goes into this other booth that's got like this puzzle floor and she's examining it. This is the awesomest, awesomest thing ever. ever. Now this is something that only a true fan can appreciate. They even put the tiles in the right order. Huh. Good catch. Oh, I'm Quibble Pants. Nice to meet you. Quibble Pants. Quibble Pants. Presh. Uh, Rainbow Dash. Hoof Bump. Adorbs. Nice costume. You too. Thanks. The hard part was figuring out the right number, number of arrow holes. holes. Because on page 84 of Sapphire Stone, it describes her as dodging a, quote, score of arrows shooting forth from holes in the very walls. Unquote. But then on page 107, Daring Do says she, quote, barely made it past the trap's barrage of arrows, unquote. But clearly, Daring Do is embellishing, and the correct number of arrows is 20. 20. <laughs> like, they're comparing hats at this point, and they're just so excited. It is the most adorable thing ever. It's ridiculous. It's like, oh, you like the weird thing I like, and you like it in the same way that I like it. You're just like, ah, I met my friend. Like, the only way this could be better is if they were long-lost friends, but... Mm-hmm. So now we see them enjoying the convention together. Uh-huh. They take photos. They go through this tunnel rope swing thing. They buy the same figurine. They see a pillow with 
daring do wrapped up in a snake and it's a body pillow and they both just kind of point to it and go huh that's weird so fucking meta in the best way and so good it's it's amazing wow okay like i don't care which side of the adult pony spectrum you're on yeah like i'm not gonna yuck those yums But it is a little jarring, I will say, to go to a convention where the primary target audience for the thing was elementary age and to see adult depictions just blown up in a booth. Yeah, and... And not even explicit images, because I've seen those too, but the uh, suggestive images, if you will. I think it's perfectly fine to have that. And to be into that, Mm -hmm. I got no problem with that. But people take something that's just personal to them and turn it into creepy. I will say this. I really appreciated that Burning Con had a a very obvious separate corral, if you will, for the 18 and up stuff. Yeah. Which was great. Vendor Hall was not. There was some stuff that was like, oh, if I had brought my kids, this might be a little bit odd and uncomfortable to have to deal with. I don't think that your thing is bad or that you shouldn't get to have a completely 18 or 21 and up convention. That's cool. Yeah. But you kind of have that in the hotel next door. And that's what's so weird about it. Yeah. Not it's- that it exists. It's just how crazy people can get about it. So Rainbow Dash and Quibble Pants are taking a break. And this is where we meet our random pony of the week. They are sitting in front of this carrot vendor. That throughout this whole scene is just walking back and forth and doing their vendor thing and just getting super annoyed and then like cool at the same point. And her name is Carrot Bun. Her tail is in a bun. She's got a carrot on her flank. She's selling carrots. Just Carrot Bun. She has the most, what the fuck am I doing? This is exactly how all those Starbucks people looked at us in the convention hall at at BronyCon. A couple of them. Most of them were just like, oh God, save me. Save me from the throng of people. Uh, Service workers are good, y'all. Treat them nice. Tip them well. I am so glad I ran into you. Even though I knew the convention would be totally awesome, it's more fun when you're with someone who really knows daring do. I know what you mean. It's so hard to find a pony who really gets it. Huh. It's weird. We've only done stuff from the first trilogy. After our lunch, we should probably start working our way back through the other books. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There are no other books. Of course there are. Daring do in the track of the terrifying towers. Daring do in the many faces of... And we get a hoof to mouth. Uh, p- please, please don't. Oh, no. Just don't mention the titles. I'm, I'm not saying those books don't exist. I'm just saying I refuse to acknowledge them. They could not have written this any better for Patton Oswalt. <laughs> nope. Uh, why? Because they're horrible. I mean, there isn't a single thing after Ring of Destiny that isn't even remotely in the realm of the possible. What? I know for a fact that everything in every one of those books is 100% possible. And how could you possibly know that? Yeah, I just do. Well, that's a compelling argument. Why would you even come to this convention if you hate Daring Do so much? I don't hate Daring Do. The first series was smart and cool and an amazing nod to old-time serialized adventure books that somehow manages to be self-reflected and ironic while at the same time celebrating the art form without a hint of cynicism. Which is why I came here to ask A.K. Yearling muzzle to muzzle why she sold out and dumbed down the rest of her books into just 
a series of impossible action sequences. Rainbow Dash is getting so visibly pissed uh-huh. and trying really hard not to smack a pony. The, the problem is she has definitive proof, but cannot tell him. Like, she wants to refute the whole, like, I was there for this particular book. Uh-huh. But she can't let that go because she's made a promise and that's just not cool. But at the same time, like, he is saying these blasphemous things to her because even if for Rainbow Dash they weren't true, she loves the books. Yeah. She loved the books before she knew AK was real. And I think she loved these later books to begin with. Maybe she read the first ones first. I can't remember. It's been a minute. Okay. Now I know you're crazy. AK Yearling is awesome. And every Daring Do book that comes out is better than the last. And so they start arguing about like how they can't be friends because this is ridiculous. Like this is a line in the sand. <laughs> and other ponies have started like being like, what's going on over here? Nerd rage. Yeah, nerd rage is real. They leave and Rainbow Dash has to go find AK Yearling. So she's kind of yelling at the hotel concierge. Look, just tell AK Yearling that Rainbow Dash is here and I need her help to convince a know-it-all pony that everything Daring Do's ever done actually happened. Blank face from the concierge. <laughs> and here comes AK Yearling. Rainbow Dash? AK! I gotta talk to you. It's an emergency! Not here. <laughs> so they, they go over to her room and they shut the door and as they're talking, AK is, you know, closing the windows and locking the door and looking under her bed. <laughs> Now tell me, what's going on? Is it Caballeron? Did you see him? What? No, but there is a pony downstairs who thinks everything you've written after the first trilogy is totally unrealistic and terrible. And I need you to help me prove to him that it's all totally possible. I've got bigger problems on my hooves than dissatisfied fan ponies. And she pulls out this amulet. Whoa. The amulet of Kulakan. And Caballeron wants it. But the amulet's only a key. <laughs> The real treasure is hidden in a lost temple, the seven-sided chest of Chico Maztoc. Caballeron wants to sell it to the highest bidder, of course, which is why I need to find it first. And so she pulls out a map. Yes! Sounds like another awesome Daring Do adventure! But what are you doing here? Since I haven't found the temple yet, it's the safest place for me in the amulet. It's crawling with security, and if I get in trouble, she takes off her coat, and you see her in full Daring Do look. I can just blend in with all the Daring Do cosplayers. <laughs> nice. Very cute. Love it. Love it. How can I help? Just keep your eyes out for anything suspicious. Got it. And Rainbow Dash runs to the door and then turns around and comes back. Uh, does a pony who only likes your first trilogy qualify as suspicious? Face. <laughs> just, just checking. So we cut back to the convention hall and, you know, we see fan ponies taking their picture. And here is Dr. Caballero. I find all this fanfare around my arch enemy disturbing. I mean, where is the booth for Caballero? This is so cute. <laughs> so cute. And like, he sees other pictures of himself and other cosplayers. I do not see the likeness. Come, let us find Daring Do in the amulet of Kuliakan. I don't want to spend any more time in his place than I have to. And at this point, Rainbow Dash sees him. And run backs into quibble pants. Well, if it isn't the pony who know impossible things can happen because she just does. I just realized hmm. that quibble pants talks in perfect grammar. Yes, it's obnoxious to read. <laughs> it's super fucking obnoxious to try to do. I'm like looking at it going, wait, what? 
he's he's using absolute proper grammar, which is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Quibble. I've got more important things to do than argue with a pony who thinks awesome means unrealistic. She turns around and her tail smacks him in the face. Love it. Great. So he starts following her. No, wait. I want to hear more about how you're 100% sure that in Curse of the Jungle Queen, Daring Dew could survive a 60-story drop from the top of a waterfall after sustaining a broken wing in a Category 6 rapid. Obviously, her wing wasn't broke. <gasps> Caballeron! See, now that's a great character. Solid backstory, good motivations. No, 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 no. Caballeron is right there. And Quibble Pants turns around and is like, of course he is. He's also over there, over there, oh, over there, and and over there. Where are you going? Caballeron cosplay with a bag over his head. Yeah, There's it, one pony. <laughs> it's every level of cosplay. You've got the pony that's got... Like, literally almost down to a T. You've got actual Caballeron. You've got, like, the, the cute little kid Caballeron. And then, yes, you've got one that's just got a bag over their head. And you have Vendor Caballeron, who yes. real Caballeron talked about, who has a blonde mane. It's fabulous. <laughs> and Raymond is just trying to get away. And Cool Pants keeps following her. And now they're in a back alley. <laughs> and we're out here because... Daring Do told me that Caballero came to this convention to steal the amulet of Kuyakon, and I just saw him and his henchponies come this way. Okay, I'm gonna head back inside. There's just a little too much crazy out here for the both of us. And bag over his head, and <gasps> bag over Rainbow Dash's head. Uh oh. Whale shit. And we cut to we're in a forest, and we're at Dr. Caballero's campsite, and they get them out of their bags. I do not know what Daring Do is playing at, but if she told you to fan ponies of my plan to steal the amulet, you must work for her. Caballeron! Ha! What do you have to say now, Quibble? This is your plan to prove the Daring Do books are realistic? You bought a Daring Do experience adventucation. Really? What? No! Look around us! Hench ponies! Caballeron! The jungle it took forever to get to? This is the real deal! Right. We're actually being held captive by Caballeron. Please. This guy's accent's all over the place. No offense. I... This is so meta. <laughs> so so what's the setup here? You've kidnapped us and taken us to the middle of nowhere because... The temple of Chico Mostock is somewhere in this jungle. When I find it, the seven-sided chest is as good as mine. We just need the amulet of Guliakan to unlock it. Uh-huh. And Daring Dew has the amulet, so you came up with this overcomplicated plot to lure her into the jungle and exchange it for us. I wouldn't call it overcomplicated, but yes. Okay, we're done here. Great work. Seriously, very believable. And Cool Pants walks off. <laughs> and then a hench pony goes after him and smacks him around off screen. Now we're at back of the campsite and they are being tied up. <laughs> Listen, pal, you can keep her money, but I'm not going anywhere. You may not approve of my plan, but I'm the mastermind here. Debatable. And I say you will remain here until Daring Do comes to rescue you. And if she wants you back in one piece, she will give me the amulet. Tie them up. And so, yep, they're being tied up in chains. Griffin's lock! You know of it. Further proof that you are an agent of Daring Do. 
or an avid reader. Tying up. Tying tying up. up. And like, it's this big, like, weird hex key thing. Yeah. Codex. It's a codex. That's what it's called. And it's being put on the chain so you can't get out of it. And he starts to walk off. And now I will continue my search for the temple. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Listen, if I pretend to believe this nonsense is real, will you call off the hench pony repertory theater over there? <laughs> it's just dripping with amazingness. They're not going to listen to me. They abducted us both. Oh, wow. So you're going to stick with that script? Okay, fine. We're in a daring do adventure. And they like throw a button into the forest. What was that? Daring do. Thank goodness. We're over here. Fan out. We can't let Daring do rescue these two. So like they all go. <laughs> all, the, all the hench ponies go. All at the same time. And so like Rainbow Dash is training against the chains and Quibble Pants is just like, all four? I mean, should at least one of them stay behind a guardist? Oh. Oh, wait, because then it wouldn't be a terrible Daring Do adventure. It doesn't matter. We'll never solve the Griffin's lock before they get back. And Griffin locks open <laughs> and the chains fall down. Okay, that was pretty good. Quick, we've got to get out of here and warn Daring Do. No way. Just point me to the hotel and you can play fan pony and hunt treasure out here all day long. Uh, fine. Let's just say that this is a Daring Do adventuration. The only way to get back to the convention is to go through it. So just follow me, and I'll lead you out. Deal? Ugh, fine. Maybe if I just leave you in the jungle, it'll convince you. <laughs> I love the disdain that Rainbow Dash has for Quibble Pants. It's just, it's not a side we've seen from Rainbow Dash. Like, we've seen her be bored and annoyed, but there's something so visceral about her. Just, what the? fuck is wrong with you well part of it is that like now we're in the shit yeah and he just refuses to believe it well he has no reason to believe it this, <laughs> it's all so ridiculous and also he's predicting what's gonna happen so he's jaded it's kind of like me when i watch riverdale I know. But on the <laughs> other hand, uh, Caballeron is a very predictable villain, so fair, fair. So they're walking through the jungle and Quibble Pants has decided to use this time to argue with Rainbow Dash, <laughs> which will make Daring Do left hoofed, which we know is false. And that is everything that's wrong with Daring Do and the trek to the terrifying tower. Now, the problems with the next book are even, oh, right. What Daring Do adventure will be complete without a precarious rope bridge? I do love that Rainbow Dash hits him in the face with her wing. It's just like, come on. <laughs> so like they start going through the bridge and Quibble Pants is like, oh, I'm going to be right here if I do here. And he's just making fun of what you know is going to happen. Uh-huh. The bridge is going to break. And then he steps on the wrong plank. And of course, he starts to fall through. Rainbow Dash kind of rescues him. She gets a, a vine and she's able to like water ski him onto the ground. Uh -huh. After, you know, he trips and goes flying through a tree. I do love Quibble is like trying to reckon with this, be like, it's okay. Everything's okay. Like, this <laughs> is fake. So Quibble Pants is safely on land. Rainbow Dash comes flying up. Ha! How's that for not possible? That was awesome. I, I thought we, uh, and then you, and the flying? Wow. 
And I was like, where are you going? <laughs> and then you swerved and I was I was I was on the water and then <laughs> Wow. Yeah, if you read that in a book, you might even think it was unrealistic. Okay, I'll give you that one. I mean, we could have been done for. We could have been done for. What what kind of education is this? I mean, that's just that's just bad business. What what are these ponies thinking? <laughs> uh... And Ramadash is like, you fucked to it. <laughs> What the hell? Meanwhile, right now, we are thinking that we should thank you for escaping. For you have led us directly to the lost temple of Chikamostok. And we zoom out and we see the temple and then the other hench ponies lasso Rainbow Dash and Quibble Pants. Make sure they are secure this time. We can't have them escaping again. They're walking through the temple and, you know, Rainbow Dash is struggling against the hench ponies and Quibble Pants. Is just being a pissed hotel guest, essentially. <laughs> like, uh, it's just fabulous. Quibble Pants would like to speak with your manager. Yes. This isn't the official Daring Do experience adventurecation, is it? Finally! It's some cheap knockoff run by a bunch of incompetent ponies that have no idea how to execute this adventure with any level of safety. All of them. The hench ponies? Caballero, they're all staring at him. And Rainbow Dash just puts hoof to face. Ugh. What? What was with that bridge? We were in serious danger. I'm reporting you to all to... Well, I don't know who I'm reporting you to, but it's going to be some pony important. Oh, and this cut rate excuse for an experience hasn't proved anything except I'm right. It has all the hallmarks of a lame daring do adventure. And so then Quibble Pants steps on a hidden step and mud starts flowing from the walls. Uh, Quibble? No, I'm talking. Generic jungle location, check. Overly complicated villain plot, check. Random coincidences that conveniently get us to the next big set piece, check. So he moves and then he hits on another switch. Watch where you are stepping, you fool. And so like now more mud is coming through and a wall... Behind Quibble Pants has opened up. Uh-huh. Hey, listen, buddy. I don't take orders from some second-rate performer who learned acting from the supervillain school of bad accents. The only thing this mess is missing is some giant Awizotal wannabe monster, and I have a feeling that would be a bit too much for you bargain basement adventurers to pull off. And he turns around, and there's a giant lizard alligator monster behind him. Ugh. Huh? Um. You're real. This is real. This is real. <laughs> Everyone starts running and Daring Do shows up and grabs Rainbow Dash and Quibble Pants and they get them onto a ledge, a, a, a safety spot. I told you to warn me of anything suspicious, not to run off on an adventure without me. Whoa, what? You're real. You're, you're friends with her. And Rainbow Dash puts her wing... On Daring Do, like, yeah, we're buds. With this super <laughs> smarmy smile. We'll have to do introductions later. Right now we have to get, get out of here. Yes, thank you. Actually, no. What? We can't leave without the treasure. And we should probably go get it before our friend gets any higher. <sighs> and so we look over a ledge and it's pretty far down, a couple stories, I would say. And the mud is filling up and the monster is just like swimming around in circles waiting to, you know, reach the top. <laughs> so we go into this new temple room and it's all of its fancy, cool Indiana Jones room of uh -huh. treasure. Seven doors, seven locks. One of them leads to the treasure. I'd rather not think about what the others lead to. 
Yeah, yeah, classic pony and the tiger bit. All you have to do is- Um, maybe you should let Daring do figure it out? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so, like, they're investigating some some doors. <laughs> no, that one. <laughs> this is this is the most ridiculous. Then Daring do is like, got the amulet out. And it's like, okay, maybe not that one. And she goes to another one. Eh. Quibble's face is just like half in the frame. Is he always like this? Yeah, but he's usually right. <sighs> Which lock do you think it is? Ugh, finally. Look, each door has another door that matches. These two have earth ponies fighting serpents. These two have pegasi fighting griffins. These two have unicorns fighting bears. But this one has an alicorn on it. It's the only one without a match. How did I miss that? I've been asking that myself ever since book four. <laughs> okay, jerk. I know. Like, you're being jackass. And Daring, like, side-eyes him while looking through the lock. So they open the door, and they see this pedestal with, you know, the seven-sided chest of Chico Ma's talk. And they grab it, and, like, they're examining it, and they think it's cool. And the Quimble Pants looks over and sees the mud starting to come in the room. Uh, guys? Uh, the way out is totally covered! How are we gonna get out of here? There. Daring do points to a window at the top. Seriously, do you ever not escape out the top of a temple? <laughs> they're they're kind of like, okay, well, Quibblepants says, I think we can do this because he's talking about how they got out of the problem with the bridge and they argue over going over the weird creature or going around him, but they make it out uh-huh. and it's all fine and they get out the building you two are insane. You said go over him. I said go around him. And I said be quiet. So now they're hiding. This way. I heard them. Okay, I got it. Let's create a fake treasure out of mud and rocks. Give that to Caballeron. And then we... Not every daring do plan has to be super complicated. <laughs> Which, okay, that's also a callback to the first time we met Caballeron. And we see a, a kind of... A, clearing right in front of the temple and a rock gets thrown at it. Uh-huh. Ah, I swear I heard them. So Dr. Caballeron and all the hench ponies are standing right there and then the wall next to them crumbles and the monster comes out and starts going after them. I'll get you, Daring Doom! We turn back over to a little pond with three reeds sticking up and it's the three ponies and they all pop out. And, meh, not particularly original or inspired, but it worked. Who were you again? He's a fan. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's some stairs on the other side of the temple that lead out of the ravine. I suggest you two take them and head west. What about you? I've got to get this to a museum. Thanks for your help. I couldn't have done it without you. Both of you. And Daring Do flies off. So? So, maybe the later books are slightly more realistic than I gave them credit for. Still don't like them. What? How can you- Wait. Hold on. Before we get into another fight, I- I think I finally figured it out. I love the daring do that solved puzzles and used her brain to get out of tough situations. And she did way more of that in the original trilogy. You love the daring do that is brave and awesome and comes out on top no matter what the odds. Okay. And that's okay. We might never agree on what makes daring do cool, but you are definitely cool. I mean, the way you saved me on the bridge. Wow. And escaping from that temple, you rainbow dash are awesome. Well. I'm not the one who can locate a treasure, and half the time Daring Do can. You may have terrible taste in books, but you're pretty awesome yourself. 
in a brainy egghead puzzle solving kind of way. <laughs> I guess we don't have to agree on everything to get along. Friends? Definitely friends. Hoof bump. And so they're walking along. And we have the most Patton Oswald of Patton Oswald things humanly possible. His character starts talking and the credits start to roll. And then he keeps talking through the credits. We don't even get music. We just go, we just hear him talking. And it is this lovely diatribe. Uh, do you think AK Yearling would consider letting me write the next book? I think I can make things go way clearer. I mean, for instance, in the second adventure, there's a side character. I don't kind of want to name him right now because it's the sort of thing that I've already written a lot of fan fiction on. I don't want to... Not that I'm saying that you would steal it, but I'm saying this would totally go along my whole thing about puzzle solving. Except what if each puzzle was solved, uh, unlocked a new karate move? Think of it that way, right? I mean, it's kind of a year light myself, so I'm sure she'd be open uh, to- quibble? Sorry. <laughs> I, I could not write a love letter to this episode more. It's I, so good. I, I could not. And I, I genuinely don't believe that they could have written this without knowing that it was going to be Patton Oswalt yeah. doing this character. Even if he didn't do it, you had to model this character after him. Oh, of course. you. They totally did. There's no way they didn't. I, it's just, it's amazing. I love it. It makes me so happy. This is one of the best episodes. And yes, we know we get another one in season nine. <laughs> we know. We don't know everything, but we know that. Oh, so good. So, so good. great. Oh, thank you so much for listening to this. Until next time. Bye, every pony. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.